Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. It's The Wave, the weekly news and chat show from the world-famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It Welcome back. Welcome back to you too. Thank you. That's all right. Welcome back to your own <laughs> home. <laughs> my own home, my own podcast. Yeah. How are you, Nick? Pretty good. Yeah? Yes. Why? Just, uh, just I am good. Have you seen Why any vampires? Be good? Not this week. No? No. It's dark tonight as well. No. This time last week when we recorded, it wasn't dark, <laughs> and now it is. Weird, isn't it? Maybe I will have to be careful on my way home. I would be if I was you. Yeah. Coming up to spooky season as well. I did have some garlic in my dinner, though, no, so you're fine. You'll be I think fine. I'll be okay. What have you had for dinner? Uh, salmon tacos. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I had prawn tacos the did other you? night. Yeah, they were great. It's not like you to like a prawn taco. <laughs> what I was going to say as well is... <laughs> I'm going. Is <laughs> Less than a minute, that was. <laughs> is that on my taco, Yeah, I had... As an accompaniment, yeah, uh, I had a a sauce, a okay. chili sauce, yes, a heat horse, a heat horse chili sauce, chili sauce from our good friends at Three Men and a Ladle. Yeah, so I'll get that cross promotion in straight away. Definitely. I mean, I don't know if they have, we, have they paid for any sponsorship on the show, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, I'll give the first one free. How was it? Uh, it was very nice. For people who don't know what we're talking about, Three Men and a Ladle are uh, like an Instagram account that we. No? Yes. Well? Yes. They made a burger for us. They did. A year ago? More yeah. than a year ago. We were on the Hot Wings Challenge. We were on the Hot did. Wings Challenge for them, and they've, they've just released their own brand of hot sauces. Yeah. There are seven. Seven stallions, or whatever they're called. Yeah, you can uh, go and find Three Men and a Ladle on Instagram. You'll find all the info. There's if, a Heat Horse Instagram account as well. Yeah, it? if that floats your boat. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Cool. How was, how was it? Very nice. Yeah? Added... You know, I took the tasting notes off the back, chose the, the sauce that was a good accompaniment to fish. And uh, yeah, it was Excellent. nice. I can't wait to try them. I've not got mine yet. I'll wait but to try I'll, the rest. I will try them as soon as. Good. Uh, so yeah, that was good. Uh, I, I don't think I've got into any major adventures this week. No? No. Any dramas? So. I don't think so. No gossip? No gossip. Uh, no. No? I got a sporting event. I went to, we went to, I went to watch some basketball. Oh, nice. How was that? Uh, that was fun. Who, who was basketballing? It was Leicester versus Cheshire. Because Ch- like a city versus, versus a, a county. whole county. Wow. I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun night. Nice atmosphere. Good. Uh, you know, loads of games in between the actual... Because it stops a lot, doesn't it? Basketball. Yeah, Does timeouts and, and I've never been to a basketball like game, I don't think. Uh, and you have to throw a beach ball around and do a oh, Mexican nice. wave. And they got some kids to like... Put on loads of clothes and try and score a basket, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> cool, yeah, that, that sounds fun. That's fun. It's a fun Excellent. evening. Good, uh, good. Yeah, home team did not win. Ah, but can't have it all, can you? Can't. You certainly can't. How about you? I'm How good. You yeah, I'm all right. I've not done a lot this week because it's uh, post-holiday week, so okay. I've just been washing clothes and stuff <laughs> as you do when you've been on holiday. <laughs> um, but no, all good. I'm a happy, happy boy. Good, good. <laughs> I like it when you're happy. <laughs> I like being happy. So, what the hell are we doing? Uh, so are we doing the wave? <laughs> should we, we... podcast from bottom of the stream or whatever we call it? <laughs> should we do... A, I've got a question. Oh, okay. Uh, a, the big question. The of big the question week. of the week. Yeah. We need a jingle for that. Okay. The big question of the week. Yeah. That's not it. But... Which is like the big question. <laughs> 
something like that. Something like that. But something maybe water related. 100%. Okay. So. I'll work on it. Picture the scene. Okay. I'm picturing. You're in a room. Yep. And in a nice comfy chair. Yep. Uh, This is easy to picture so far. I walk in. (laughs) Okay. And I'm, I'm holding, I dress very like a waiter. Right. I'm holding a tray. Okay. Like I'm bringing you some sort of food or beverage. Is it full of heat or hot sauce? Uh, no. And I lift the cloche. I love that word. And upon said tray yep. is a single tablet. Okay. And I say to you, if you would like to take this tablet, then the effect it will have on you is that you will no longer for the rest of your life require sleep. Oh, okay. So there will be no after effects. Yeah. So you won't like slowly waste away or go delirious. I'll never be tired. Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, you will, you know, you'll carry on. It's fine. You just will not require sleep. Okay. Think of all those extra hours you could do stuff or waste. Yeah. <laughs> Would you take the tablet? In a heartbeat. Would you? Yeah. I love sleep, but I hate being tired. Yeah. And if I'm never going to be tired again, I'm up for that. Yeah. I feel like I, I, you get so much more. All the time. You get so much light. You can give them so much more life. Yeah. You like, that's a third of your life given back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I would take it. I think I would as well. But I do, I do like sleep. Then I'd go out at night and pretend to be a vampire. <laughs> <in the streets. laughs> <laughs> you can make people think they're doing a time slip. Yeah. I mean. I, I love yeah. sleep. But the feeling of being tired, I don't like. Yeah. I like my bed. My bed's really comfy. You can still go and lie in your bed. Yeah, true. Yeah. You could. Can you still sleep? You just don't need it. Or. I had not thought to that level. Because <laughs> you're saying say you don't the, need sleep. For the purposes of this, no, you cannot sleep. You cannot sleep. sleep. Yeah. You neither need or can sleep. But you could. You would obviously still want to maybe lie down. Yeah, you occasionally you can just and, chill out and lie down and watch telly. Yeah. Or, well, get so much more Netflix watching done. You could complete Netflix. You could easily complete Netflix, I think. Yeah, I think I'd take it. And you'd still be fresh as a daisy to go out the house to work. Or yeah. you could get another job. Yeah, you could get a night job. The uh, possibility. The, the idea of never being tired. You could write tired. that novel. Yeah. The idea of never being tired appeals a lot. Yeah. I do love sleep, but not being tired is cool. What about... So, I feel like I'm always tired. What about, <laughs> Since I turned 40, age, I've yeah. just always been tired. What about, though, when like, you're the... So if you've not gone and got a night job or something, yeah, and you're the only person because like you can't talk to anyone. It no, but that's the point where you do. If it's only you, yeah, but that's the point where you do stuff like like writing the novel. I could get all the podcast editing. We could do more than one episode a week. We yeah. could do like five episodes a week. We could get all that done. Over we could time. have half a tablet each, and then we'd only need like three hours sleep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the logic. I don't know. Or I'd just sleep during the week and you just sleep at weekends or something. <laughs> I think I would also take it. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer, isn't if the, it? If there's, a, if there's a no-associated health issues... Yeah, if there's, no, if, there's n- if there's no downsides to it, yeah, I think I'd take it. Yeah, It's a good question, though. But if your partner... That's the thing, isn't it? ...has to go to sleep. Like you, for instance, you live with two kids and a lady, and they'll be asleep, yeah. but you just wouldn't sleep. Yeah. So would you be disturbing them all night? Not sure. Maybe if I was in that kind of mood. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. I'm going to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> but like you say, you could just go out or you could get a job or you could go and meet somebody else who can't sleep. <laughs> you could become Batman. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I take it. I think I would as well. Let us know. Let us know what you think in the Discord. Come and join the Discord. Right, should we do some Netflix news? Let's crack on with some news. What have we got? The most important bit of news Okay. is that we are going to check in on the eBay auction. Oh, okay. For so what we were talking about last week. Yes, for TV and film crew, which has been organised by uh, numerous Hollywood stars. At the time of recording, yep. you've got four hours left. So oh, by the really? time this okay. episode comes out, it's too late. It'll be long gone. But essentially, midnight tonight, final bids. So okay. we've got four hours left. Should we have a bit of an update? Let's have an update. Uh, what should we look at? The, uh, I've, I've since seen this, since we mentioned this last week, I've, I've seen this one pop up actually on my Twitter. Okay. And quite a bit. And that's Natasha Leon helping you solve the New York Times crossword. I've seen it pop up a few times as well. Because a few people sort of tweeted her and said, is, is, is this a wind-up? <laughs> and she, she sort of replied a few times saying no, which led to a few memes of other things people would like to uh, do with her. That sounds wrong. <laughs> but anyway, that's up to six grand. Really? Wow. Six grand for that. Six grand. Who's paying? Well, just do the crossword yourself. <laughs> the cast of Bob's Burgers, remember they were going to sing a song yep. written especially for you. I do remember The that. winning bidder. Eight grand. Yeah, now. we said that go high, Eight didn't grand. we? John Lithgow does a watercolour portrait of your dog. Yeah. 6,100. Okay. Uh, Lena Dunham painting a mural in your home. Yeah. I think still a bargain. Okay. Five grand. People don't want Lena Dunham in their home. <laughs> the big one. Yeah. The pricey one. I, I don't think you'd be surprised by this. Is Bob Odenkirk and David Cross joining you for dinner? Yeah. It is currently at twelve thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow, eighty-six bids. Jeez. Uh, there's a couple of new ones been added okay. since last week. Uh, Camille Najani will play a game of Mortal Kombat against you. <laughs> nice. Currently at thirteen hundred dollars. Is that there's a new Mortal Kombat game come out this yes. week? So I assume that's what we're playing. David Crumholtz will serenade you. Who's David Crumholtz? Uh, he was. In the Santa Claus, he was a little kid with the curly hair. He was in. Um, oh, okay. He was in Numbers, the yeah. TV show, and uh, loads of other stuff. Yeah, you recognise him, I do know curly him. hair dude. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. Cool. I don't think well, this one was there last week, and it's probably the second highest current uh, bid. A chat, all things TV, and writing with Dan Levy on Zoom. Oh. Seven thousand six hundred dollars. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, I'd love to have a chat with Dan Levy. Charlie Day will teach you how to draw an exquisite corpse. <laughs> okay. Two and a half grand. Okay. Two and a half. Yeah. Uh, VIP tickets to the 2024 Independent Film Spirit Awards. Three grand. Wow. So yeah, prices are going up. So, so we're going to make a lot of money from these and people are going to get paid for stuff. Yeah, two more we'll check on. Go on. The... Uh, the the one you were interested in the fedora owned and signed by the legendary Tom Waits yeah seventy three bids eight grand oh wow it's gone up a lot yeah uh, Adam Scott will still walk your dog three thousand and fifty dollars I take that I think that's what it was at last week mm. I remember one of them had a fifty dollars on the end possibly only thirty eight bids so not not a uh, huge amount of bids yeah. Talking of, um, talking of auctions. Sure. Have you heard about this Freddie Mercury auction that's uh, going on at the no, moment? I have not. Is he for sale? So, no, but his, his ex 
live-in partner lady that he used to live with yeah. is selling off all of his stuff. Okay. Because she, she's getting older now. She doesn't want to leave it for her kids to have to do. Sure. So there's a big memorabilia, Freddie Mercury memorabilia auction going on. Do you know the comedian John Robbins? Yes. He's a very big Queen yes. Freddie Mercury I fan. Knew, I knew that, yeah. So there's a, a video going around from his, I think he's got a podcast or a radio show. Yeah, he has. And he, he was like, I've decided I'm going to buy something from this auction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get all my money sorted and buy it. And he says, I've spotted this little silver bracelet that he wore on stage once. Okay. And it was going, the, the starting offers were like seven, six grand. So he's like, I moved some money around, sorted my bank accounts out, managed to raise £7,000. Yeah. I was like, put my bid in and watched it go for £697,000. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. It's a real. If you can find the video, it's a very funny video. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, you got. You've managed to move. He's moved all his ices around into one account so he could put this bid in, and it went for six hundred ninety grand more than he put, put, put the offer in for. I mean, it's important to have dreams. Yes, absolutely. It so, really is. It really made me laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's some of that. Some of that stuff is going for huge money huge money but yeah apparently she just wants to get rid of it all so her kids don't have to deal with it when she's gone cash in cash in the, the rumors are that the house is going to go on the market at some point okay so that'll go she's for. still living in the house she's still that he there. bought yeah for her with her yeah, apparently so wow i think it's in kensington or somewhere like that next next is news that you can get paid two and a half grand to watch netflix <laughs> can i Probably not you. Okay, that's a shame. Because I believe this is a this is a American based offer. I'm not allowed on their website. Online casinos. Okay. Wants to employ someone to work on National Binge Day. National Binge Day. Yeah, which is September the 25th. That's this weekend. That's Monday. The yeah. day. The day this episode comes out. Yeah. Uh, they say, we want to get to the bottom of a popular debate. Which series truly is the most binge-worthy on Netflix? The winning participant will receive $2,000 in payment as well as $500 to spend on snacks and a Netflix subscription if they don't already have one. Okay. That's a lot of snacks. That's a lot of snacks. They will then have a month to watch Netflix's three most popular shows. Right. Squid Game. Yep. Stranger Things. Yep. And Wednesday. You have to do all three of those shows in a month. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of Stranger Things. That's a lot of Stranger Things. The viewer will be asked to give each show a score out of 10 using criteria including how likely they are to watch more than one episode at a time, how often they find themselves distracted by watching, and how likely they'd be able to re-watch the show. Okay. Uh, Apparently, 51 episodes between those three shows. 50 hours of content. I would have thought there'd be more than that. Yeah. uh, That's not 50 hours of content. If you one of the strange things episodes up three hours yeah that's true that, was, <laughs> but that, that doesn't quite work does it, it doesn't so yeah the winner of the contest will be selected uh this weekend then they've got between september the 25th and october the 25th to get the job done which of those shows do you think is the most binge worthy i think it's squid game i think it is probably squid game and the numbers bear that out yeah because it's 10 episodes and it's i think stranger things seems like a seems i i could i would understand if people said uh i feel like i stranger things is too far on for me to start now yeah yeah but i feel like squid game just feels really bingeable and it was and that's why it had the numbers it had because people just watched all of it at one go 
Do you think it does? How does the second series of Squid Game do? That's, that's the big, big question, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It will do well. It will do. It will do really good numbers because people will be like, and by the time it comes out, people will be like gagging for it. Will it's they? Because it it's going to be a long time. Yes. It yeah. It's not even filming yet. It's going to be. I don't know. It's going to need a lot of good marketing behind it. Yeah. But no, Netflix will just drop it and hope it works. Because let's be really honest there. Yeah. How good was the story? <laughs> the story itself isn't that great. The show's brilliant. Yeah, it, it's hooks on the gimmick. Yeah, on it the is. Games. It's all on the games and the gimmick. But yeah, the story's not brilliant, I suppose. But people, people will watch the second season of Squid Game. Yeah. Whether everybody will watch it, like everybody watched the first season. Is the first season it. of Squid Game? Is the, are those numbers untouchable? Yeah, I think so. I would have, I would have said yes without even thinking about that until Wednesday came out. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's no, not anywhere near worldwide, close. Worldwide, it's not. It's not anywhere near close, close, but it got closer than anybody thought it was going to. I yeah, think. but it's untouchable by season two of Squid Game. Yeah, but they, they, it won't beat season one. I I don't think so. But I I feel like it's beatable by something. I just don't know what that is. Okay. We'll come back to Squid, Squid Game mm. in a few uh, stories time. Okay. Next. News this week that Netflix has ordered a sequel. Okay. To Troll. Oh, really? I really Troll 2. That. that was good, that was. Troll 2. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, it was a good movie. It was. Uh, was it last year? Yeah. Uh, Norwegian. Fantasy. Troll drama, disaster troll. movie, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, it will, uh, returning will be Raw Utang. The director of oh, the Oh, right, the same movie. director. Okay, cool. Uh, and the same producing crew as well. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if you remember at the time, uh, Troll broke the record of Netflix's most viewed non-English movie. It did, yeah. Worldwide. With 103 million views in its first three months. Uh, top 10 in 93 countries and a chart topper in multiple Multiple countries. It was really silly, but it was really good fun. It was a really good film, I thought. Yeah. Uh, it was the sequel will start shooting next year. Okay. So I would imagine we will see it about a year after that. Yeah, usually, isn't it? Unless it gets rushed through because there's no other content coming. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad about that. That's a good news story. I like that. Uh, so news this week on the release dates and also you can find a teaser trailer for Sofia Vergara's new Netflix show, okay. Griselda, which comes from the same crew behind Narcos. Oh, right. Interesting. Uh, which, which, uh, it was a huge show when it came out. Narcos, it was. So. Griselda is a six-part series that follows the true story of the Colombian drug lord Griselda Blanco, nicknamed the Cocaine Godmother. <laughs> she oversaw drug operations in Miami and was largely credited with a crime epidemic in the city in the 1980s. Oh, wow. That could a be series, a really interesting story. Yeah, I think so. The trailer's pretty cool as well. The series premieres worldwide on Netflix January the 25th. 
Oh, okay. That's not that far away, scarily. It will soon be here. Mm. Uh, Vergara is also on board as an executive producer. Right. Uh, the show creator, Eric Newman, said, As a Colombian immigrant and single mother who came to America and built an empire, Sophia shares the, that personal aspect of this character, and her passion for telling this story was undeniably the driving force behind the project. What will surprise viewers is, is how she encompasses complete darkness wow. in her performance. A far cry from the beloved comedic star she is known as. Yeah, because you don't see her in that sort of role, do you? That's... Yeah. Really, she's going to be a big scary drugs lady. Drugs lady. Drugs lady. The cocaine godmother. <laughs> that, that's a pretty scary nickname. It is. Someone came and introduced themselves to me as the cocaine godmother. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, no, I'm, I, I'll see you later. I'm all right for not knowing you. Yeah. I'm just going to go back and not sleep in my house. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Got a novel to write. <laughs> I think if I'd met the cocaine godmother, I wouldn't sleep anyway. I'm <laughs> no, too true. scared. Next. Not for the first time that we've heard of something similar to this. Okay. Is the real-life tourist experience that has been created based on a Netflix property. Okay. And the property concerned is Emily in Paris. Oh, right. You can... So you just go to Paris now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can do a tailored uh, tour created under license from paramount global called paris by emily i like i see what i've done there <laughs> which will take fans on a four night five day group trip to paris to immerse themselves in the world of emily cooper the itinerary features exclusive visits to designer retailers and masterclass on seduction <laughs> a cocktail making session uh-huh. and uh, being able to drink said cocktail on some of Paris's most iconic rooftops. Yeah. The trip will be hosted by lifestyle influencers. Yeah. What's a lifestyle influencer? If you... Oh, they've called them Emma leaders. I don't <laughs> like that. If you <laughs> wanted to book a place on this vacation, then... You will have to fork out $2,700 per person for a shared room. Oh, my God. $3,600 for a single room. That excludes your flights from wherever you are in the world. So you go for it, people. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, you could. can't you just go to Paris and do all of that anyway? <laughs> Yeah, I would think you probably could. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the masterclass on seduction. I don't think you probably could get that, but you can have cocktails in Paris. That's a thing that happens. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a bit steep to me, but... Yeah, that is a tad expensive. That will have an audience. And I'm yeah, I'm sure, sure, I'm it, sure will. it will be very difficult to get a place on. Yes, I agree. Do you remember several months ago, if not longer ago, we talked about how Netflix was in dispute with various internet service providers in various countries around the world because said internet service providers had basically said to Netflix, 
you crashed our network. Because of Squid Game, was it? A lot of this was suggested because of the volume of people trying to watch Squid Game. Yeah, I do remember this. Well, this things have gone a bit quiet, but this has obviously been a ongoing legal case in that time. And it has been revealed this week that one of the uh, parties locked in this legal battle with Netflix has been a South Korean service provider, SK Broadband. Okay. I wonder what the SK stands for. I would imagine it stands for South Korea. <laughs> and some kick in broadband. Basically, basically, it ended up with both of them trying to sue each other. Yeah. Uh, and sounded sounded pretty horrible. Uh, but suddenly, they've both dropped their lawsuits. Right. And entered into a partnership. <laughs> Let's just be friends. <laughs> how does it, how does Netflix partner with a broadband supplier? Well, uh, yeah, as I say, the lawsuit started because uh, SK Broadband wanted Netflix to help cover the expense of partially Squid Game induced increases in streaming traffic. Wow. Uh, with the South Korean court saying that Netflix is obligated to pay for the increased network demands. SK. Uh, Estimated that it cost them 27.2 billion Korean won in costs. Wow. To upgrade their network, basically. Which translates to about $23 million. That's insane. Well, yeah, they've both dropped their lawsuit and they have decided that they will offer bundled packages to combine Netflix with SK's own IPTV services. Okay. So basically... If you have broadband from us, we'll shoot Netflix in for free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the vice president of Netflix APAC Partnerships, <laughs> whatever that means, I'm not even going to try and find Don't out. Don't know what that means. Tony Zamakowski says that the partnership enables Netflix to enhance entertainment experiences for a broader Korean audience. Oh, I wonder how many dollars were slipped in that handshake. That Quite a few, few dollars, I would think. I'm going to, one day, I'm going to do some research on how many vice presidents there are at Netflix. Yeah. Because it feels like there's like, just... It's probably not something we ever want to do on the show, because everyone would switch off. But <laughs> I, I would love to just sit and study the uh, hierarchy chart. Yeah, I would. At Netflix for half an hour. I feel like one floor of their building must just be vice yeah. presidents, the vice, the VP floor. The, the Netflix organogram's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, it will be. I'll see if I can find it. That's the sort of thing you... you oh. That's, that's quality Discord content, <laughs> that is, if ever. <laughs> no, we want people in the Discord, remember? <laughs> okay, nice. Bit more Netflix news. The first couple of screenshots are now out there for Netflix's animated take on the Roald Dahl story, The Twits. Oh, right, yep. Uh, and it... Uh, it's going to be directed by Phil Johnston, who was a co-director on Wreck-It Ralph. Great film. I really enjoyed Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, yeah. Uh, no teaser yet, uh, but this is being confirmed. It's planned for release in early 2025. Okay. Um, Johnston said, I've always been attracted to reprehensible characters. I don't know what this says about me, but the point <laughs> is, The Twits was my favourite book when I was a kid. I love the twits and their terrible tricks. I love that they lack self-awareness, personal hygiene, and any inkling of human decency. I love this movie because it reminds us that twits like twits. Uh, <laughs> and 
People with default emotions such as anger and vengeance can't be allowed to win in our world. Yeah. Oh, nice. That'd be good. The Rodale stories always adapt well. That picture's quite fun as well. It looks very Rodale-y. I, I, I don't remember if we mentioned this before, though, but my perception of Rodale is Netflix is going to have to go pretty deep yeah. into the back catalogue because there's not loads of stories, are there? I mean, um, there is... No, there is in no. his... What am I trying to say? There are loads of... There's lots of material. Yeah. But I feel like with a lot of Roald Dahl stuff, the same ones just get churned yeah. over and over again. Absolutely. Uh, and that's, that's maybe the balance they're looking to strike. Yeah, they've got, so they've got to try and be brave and go for some of the other stuff that's not been done before. Yeah. Then, I don't think the Twits has ever been adapted before. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't I think mean, it has. You've got... There's still rumours circulating that Netflix are doing a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animation as well. Yeah. Where, which previously Taika Waititi was tagged to. I don't know if he still is. But, I mean, there's literally a Charlie and Chocolate Factory film out this Christmas. Yeah, December Wonka's coming out. Which I'm really looking forward to, to be fair. I think it looks good. It's I don't care what anybody says. It got a lot, when that Wonka trailer came out, it got a lot of hate in our Discord. Yeah, I And just, it really surprised me. I was I just like, like, why do we need this? Yeah. It looks I the get same that. as everything. I get that. But also, it'll be fun. It'll be fine. It's a Christmas movie. There's, there's no there's need for that. Do new things. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as new things. There's no new ideas. Paranormal Activity. Okay. The movie. Yep. Is being Very adapted well. into a stage play. Really? Yeah. How do you think about that? I find that very strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paranormal Activity, I didn't realise, made for 15 grand. Really? It made 200 million in the <laughs> box office. Wow, that must be that one was just of the most... just the first movie. It must be one of the most successful films ever. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, a chap, a producer called Simon Friend. Ah, oh, lovely man. Ironically, is working on his own to put together the stage play version of Paranormal Activity. I just don't see how that works. Uh, he's got previous because he bought uh, stage versions of The Da Vinci Code and The Life of Pi. Oh, really? To the West End I'm previously. I'm going to go and watch The Life of Pi on the West End. Are you? Later this year, yeah. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to it. The aim is to launch this one in the West End in the next some time. In the next some time? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how that works. Well, I wonder if they're filling a bit of a gap here because mm. the woman in black's now yeah, that's no longer playing in London. It had been for many, many years. Yeah, it was like the second longest one on there. Yeah, I believe so. So I kind of feel like, it's, it, like I say, it's filling a filling a gap. Yeah, but left by that. I've seen the woman in black, the woman on black on stage, not on the West End, but I have seen it on stage, and there's a story there. There mm. is a paranormal activity. Doesn't doesn't really have a story. It's just. Some people set up a camera and some ghost things happen. Hmm, I'm intrigued by that. But then it'll all be ghosts running down the aisles. And yeah, it will. Tapping you on the shoulder. I suppose you can like use tricks to slam doors and pull sheets back and things. Go. Cool. I. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When we we have a we have a, a notebook page of these stories with all the links on that Nick sets up and he always puts a little headline just for me that nobody else sees and that one says Paza Aza on stage <laughs> and it just really made me laugh <laughs> okay I think that's all the Netflix news so we'll move on to Amazon Prime news Amazon Prime news the Amazon Prime section <laughs> and this I think they've contra- 
kind of tried to sneak this announcement under the radar Completely. a bit today. They definitely have. Whether this gathers a bit of steam over the weekend, I'm not sure. But news has broken this very day <laughs> that um, ads are coming to Prime Video. Yeah. And they are taking a different approach to Disney, Netflix, who have said, we will give you an ad-supported tier for less, for less money. money. Not in Amazon Prime. Nope. Everyone's getting the ads. Yeah. At your current Amazon Prime subscription level. Yeah. You don't want ads. Pay you got to pay $3 more. A month. In the States to be confirmed how much the rest of the world. Three pounds. Yeah. That $2.99 more. Sneaky. This will begin in early 2024 and will be introduced to start with in the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany. In Canada. Wow. So you're getting ads. You are getting ads and you don't have any choice about it unless you want to give them more money, which Netflix took a lot of stick when they introduced ads and they didn't even give them to anybody. Yeah. And I feel like Amazon are going to get away with this a little bit and Netflix wouldn't, didn't. The belief is, as as reported by Deadline, that commercials, commercials will be limited and Amazon's goal is to have meaningfully fewer ads than linear TV. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, not as not often, so many I guess. Often. I think you just do one at the beginning, maybe. No, like not many people are putting their pocket in for an extra, putting the hand in the pocket for an extra three dollars slash pounds, are they? No. I wouldn't do it for Amazon. I don't watch enough on Amazon. No. No. I, if I probably possibly would on Netflix or Disney, but. I wouldn't for Amazon. I don't watch it. There's like a sneaky way around to do it, doesn't yeah. it? It is. It's, it's, it is sneaky. But who's going to say no to Jeff? Nobody. Certainly not his friends in the Daily Mail. Or anywhere else like that. No. Okay. Next bit of news is that it has been confirmed this week that Leavesden Studios, yep. home to Harry Potter, yes. both its studio tour and actually where the movies were made <laughs> hence why there's a studio taller and recently uh where barbie was filmed yeah and currently home to house of the dragon it is has announced a expansion of the the studio itself they are building 10 new sound stages 10 yes wow an additional 400,000 square foot of production and support space whoa this, this uh, is said that it will increase production capacity at the studios by more than 50%. Wow. Apparently, yep. the studios at Leavesden will become the primary production hub for the DC universe. Oh, interesting. So they will be taking up residence there. Right. I suppose somebody's got to film it somewhere. That's um, That's good news. It's... Can only be a good thing, can't it? Four thousand direct or indirect jobs will be created. There you go. There's the good news. Across Britain, uh, con- a contribution to the UK-, UK economy is estimated to be more than two hundred million. Wow! Said Warner Brothers Discovery. That's great. Okay, there's no negatives in that news story. I wonder if it's because when they built the Harry Potter studios, they had to lose some of their sound stages. <laughs> have you done the Harry Potter studio? I have. Before? When it op- when it opened, well, not when it opened, but it hadn't been open long. Yeah. So it's expanded a lot since. Yes, yeah, same. I think uh, I've been, I've been once, and now my kids are a bit older, 
I never watched the films. Yeah. I think there are rumours of a return visit. Can I come with you? Yeah, sure. Cool. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing in set in stone yet, but... Uh... <laughs> you said that without asking your wife and she'll say no. Yeah, that's nice. She'll be up for it. Because, uh, yeah, same. I think there's, there's a lot more there than when I... Yeah, there is. The, the train wasn't there or anything like that when I okay. went. So it's... I would like to do it again. Cool. Excellent. Next. Final piece of news. Final piece of news. And it's definitely an and finally. Okay. Oh, it's, it's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves news. I love Keanu Reeves. I think you'll like him even more after this article. Okay. Because his co-star in the Matrix movies, Carrie Ann Moss, yep. uh, did an interview recently. And she shared in the interview that she was struggling to find some movies that she could watch with her teenage children. Right. And as you do, I suppose, if you're friends with Keanu Reeves, yeah. she decided that she would send him a text message yeah. and say, Keanu, can you recommend me some movies that will be interesting, keep the attention of my my teenagers, yeah. be a bit thought-provoking? And she, Carrie Ann Moss says, it might seem like a little thing, but I know he's very busy, he's very tired, but he to- took time to write a very thoughtful list of 18 movies. Oh, wow. That Keanu Reeves personally recommends. So, eight, oh, wow. So, we can all take on these recommendations. 100%. Excellent. And if he's tired, he should take that pill. Yeah, he should. Well, you know, Keanu Reeves taking history. pills. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> unbelievably, there's right. a bottom of the three movie on this list. There's not. <laughs> there is. Is it SPF 18? It is oh, not. Got it. But it is a movie Keanu Reeves is in. Oh, okay. I didn't know he'd done more than one on this show. So, I mean, it's literally the second one on this list. So, uh, I'll, I'll just read them out. Is yeah, that... just read them out. Amadeus. Okay. Uh, from 1984. The Bad Batch. Oh, really? I think that kind of makes yeah, sense for just... a teen, you know. For a teenager, got... yeah. This... Fucking hell, that's a weird movie. It is a very weird movie. It's about as weird as it gets. Uh, which, which we did on this show, and we, we did, quite liked yeah. it. Um, directed by Anna Lily Amapour. Yes. Which Keanu Reeves is in as this sort of warlord yeah he's like the religious culty guy, guy isn't, isn't yeah. he i forgot he was in that yeah uh look like jim carrey's in that as well isn't he Is yeah like, both yeah. well you can recognize keanu Reeves, yeah, but he's he... under like a fat suit and yeah sounds jim carrey is like you wouldn't know it was him no you wouldn't uh anyway the big lebowski great show he's on this list great blazing show. saddles great show uh, a clockwork orange for teenagers <laughs> dr strange love okay uh, the evil dead the femme nikita which is a luke besson film the Neon Demon. Well, I'm not familiar I'm with that. It's a Nicholas Winding Refn film. All He's right. the guy behind Drive. Okay. So I think it was before that. Uh, Mad Max 2. Mad Max 2? <laughs> Don't watch Mad Max, just watch the sequel. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. The Outlaw Josie Wales, which is a, a Clint Eastwood Western. Leon. All right. It's the second Luke Besson film on there. Raising Arizona, which is an early Coen Brothers movie. I remember that. Nick Cage is in it. Yeah, he is. Rollerball. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. What is that? It's like a, I think it's a film version of a play. Right. Uh, Seven Samurai. Right. Uh, and Young Frankenstein. What a weird, eclectic bunch of movies. <laughs> How old are her teenagers? I'm not I'm sure. Pretty that she, sure I they shouldn't she be watching that. the Clockwork Orange. I don't think she states that <laughs> in the uh, in the interview. 
Okay. No, she doesn't. She wanted. She just apparently she said I, I wanted stuff that would be could could be challenging and would, you know, we could talk about and. Right. What a guy! It's amazing to have a friend like you can go to like that. Yeah. Like, if I wanted real recommendations, I'd go to you or somebody else. But they, she's gone to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just ask in the Discord. I do it quite often. <laughs> Maybe he's in there. Maybe he is. Maybe he's under a pseudonym. Ross Cook is really keen on it. No, I've met Ross. <laughs> One of the others. Yeah. That's all the news. Good news. I enjoyed that. Very well done. I wish I was friends with Keanu Reeves. Me too. Should we I make think... that our like, 2024 goal? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be high up the list. Like, of a Hollywood... Maybe Someone that's a future real talk. Yeah. Who do you want to be... Which Hollywood actor you want to, want to be friends who with? Who do you want to be your Hollywood friend? That's next week's real talk. It's all right. <laughs> Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've watched only a couple of things. Okay. Because I've watched quite a lot of both those things. Uh, I've finished the Netflix documentary, The Wrestlers. Same. Do you know what? I really... Not that I didn't want to like it, but I didn't want to... I was. I think I said last week, I was really thinking, oh, I'm not really up for this, but I'm going to watch the first one. Yeah. Because I think... I feel like it's going to be stuff I've seen before. And then I I sort of said last week, the last third of the episode drew me in. And do you know what? I've, I've, I've totally fallen for the old Netflix polished documentary <laughs> because it's... they make this grimy, shitty little warehouse. They throw a couple of good montages and a great soundtrack on there and I'm invested. They really make you care, don't they? Yeah. I was the same. I was all in on it absolutely all in the way they actually shoot the wrestling yeah and and they put all the slow-mo on and the you know they get right in in it's the the netflix template and it's it's really well done it made me wonder if there's room in the world for a wrestling show that is produced like that so you can see the backstage workings of what's going on and then you see them go out and put the matches on Mm. rather than these like fake storylines that wrestling companies all do yeah just go out and show the real stuff what's going on and then show them going out and putting the matches on yeah but not uh because you, you there's a show called heels isn't there yeah. on stars which is like a, a, a yeah it's a it's a scripted drama yeah. in the it was set in the world of wrestling but you're talking about i'm talking actual, about a real a wrestling company doing that but, but you see the whole process you, they can have their storylines yeah but you see that all the backstage of how these storylines come yeah. about in the writers meeting yeah and, I, it just made me wonder if there's room out there for no, a show to do. No, it's never been done before. It, exactly like the wrestlers is, but show the full matches. Yeah. Show me that documentary split up with their pay-per-views. Yeah. I, I think it'd really work. I think it's, I'm up for it. Yeah. I'd like Maybe. to try it. Makes me wonder. Because it was really good. That was good. I've even spoke to non-wrestling fans who have really enjoyed it. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's great. It's a great show. I'd highly recommend it to everybody. If you've even got the slightest little bit of interest in how the workings of a, the wrestling industry are, because it's the, it is a grimy backstage, they're wrestling car parks, but yeah. the same stories are right at the top level of wrestling. All those people have been there. So it's, it doesn't matter what level of wrestling you're interested in. Well, it's the old, there's a bunch of people on the way down, a bunch, bunch of people, people trying, on the way up. trying to crawl their way up. I, so. I thought it was really interesting. I very much enjoyed it. High recommend for me. Uh, and then I've watched several episodes of a medical drama on Disney Plus called Code Black. What's Code Black? I'm not it's, aware it's of It's a this. few years old. Okay. I think it's like three seasons. And you know, you know the other week I said I was watching 911 with plastic Rob Lowe in it? <laughs> yeah. 
he's in this as well. Oh, you've got, you're on a bit of a Rob yeah, Lowe so thing. I think the minute. algorithm chucked it up. <laughs> but it's called, it's called Code Black. So a Code Black is where the, you have a, an event in a hospital, yeah. essentially where there's, uh, there's too many trauma cases coming in for the number of beds that you've got. Right. And, and there's this, it's probably made up, there's this <laughs> stat that comes up at the start of every episode that says, you know, in, in an average hospital, this happens six times a year or something like six days a year yeah but in this hospital where this is set it happens 300 days a year right okay so pretty much every day yeah uh, and it's it's got a good cast it's got it's got like one bed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shed it's got rob Lowe, it's got marcia gay harden in okay she does a lot of the heavy lifting because she's yeah. a proper actress yeah uh louis guzman oh wow isn't it uh so it's always nice to see him and then um, yeah it's good it's pretty uh it could be pretty Harrowing at times, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's well done. It's okay, not a bad show. I've never heard of it. No, I had neither. I had not heard of it. At but all. you just into Rob Lowe at the minute. So you're like, yeah, I'm on a Rob Lowe <laughs> thing at the minute. I'm <laughs> watching Wayne's World next. <laughs> so. Do it. How about you? Um, all I've watched this week is One Piece. That is next on my list. It, I'll finish the rest of this. One hundred percent, absolutely should. Be. I can't wait. I haven't finished it yet. I've still. I think I've got two left to do. Which I'm going to do tonight, hopefully. Um, it's fucking brilliant. Good. It's I'm so, so glad much that. fun. And because somebody who's, I'm not into that world at all, I don't know anything about it. Um, I knew it existed because you hear it coming up on the internet every so often, like One Piece. It's on Reddit quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but I knew nothing of the story. I didn't even know it was about pirates until yeah. it started. Um, but it's so good. It is like watching a live action cartoon. Amazing. It's it's colourful. It's stupid. It's really, really silly. But the the main guy, the whole cast are great, but the main guy's got so much charisma. It just oozes out of the screen. He's brilliant. Awesome. It's really good. And then in the episode I watched, they were like, Craig Fairbraster shows up. Okay. Fine. Out of nowhere. Who I didn't even, I'd forgotten even existed. And he just plays this like grizzled old chef. Yeah. And he was fucking brilliant. It's, every episode has been amazing. They're all an hour long as well. So yeah. It's not like it's a short show. They, you've got to, you've got to dedicate the time to it, but. I I can't believe how much I'm enjoying it. Oh, excellent! No, I, I hope they get their twelve seasons. <laughs> I genuinely do because there's the, you can tell that the story's there. Yeah, the the guy who plays the clown pirate, fantastic, fantastic, awesome. But that's all I've watched because, like I say, they're an hour each, and <laughs> you're in, you're committed. I'm in, I'm fully in. So yeah, it's great. I've I started the second season of. New Zealand Taskmaster. Oh, right, yeah. And I think the best task I've ever seen okay. on any show. I need, to, was in I need it. to do some more of that. Yeah, season two, there's a Brussels sprout task and it's, oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, um, new season of Taskmaster started over here, hasn't it? It I, did, yeah. I, I, I did not watch it. I yet. didn't watch it last night. I'm going to yeah. watch that at some point over the weekend as well. Yeah, same. Uh, only Murders in the Building, I'm still doing that. That's cool. still great. It's always great. That, 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 that You cannot go wrong with that cast. No. It's just going to always be great. Awesome. I think that's it. I think that's all I've been doing this week. Good. What's next? Real talk? Yeah, let's do a real talk, shall we? What was this week's real talk question? Uh, well, this week's real talk question is connected to our movie this week. Oh, of course it is. So if you come back here to this very feed on Thursday, we will be talking about The Waterman. We will indeed. Your wildcard pick for this season. It is. It's my wildcard choice. And I think it would be fair to say... It is a coming-of-age movie. Yes. And that very much led to this week's Real Talk. What's your favourite coming-of-age movie? Yeah, absolutely is. Simple as that. 
plenty of answers in a Discord. How do we define a coming of age movie? Well, that was one of the <laughs> that was one of the debates in said Discord. I mean, I guess it's it's a story. Of, as it's the, a young person going through a life event, event that causes them to change. not even to grow up, to change, change. to be. To influence the rest of their life. So realistically, you, your main character's got to be a young person. Sure. And they have to go through something in their life during the course of the movie. I think I so. Guess. Simple. Yeah. Okay, give me some of the answers. Throw some at me. The first answer was from Chris uh, from the Time Shifters podcast who said, I need to check the definition. Okay. But how about Almost Famous? I think absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. It's a young man. Yeah. Who fits that criteria and what a wonderful film that is. It's an amazing film. And I'm really annoyed I didn't think of it <laughs> as a coming of age film because I would have possibly suggested it as well. I, I think Almost Famous is probably in one of it's probably in my top ten of most rewatched movies. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Loved love that movie. Uh, and and the the consensus in the Discord was very much yes, it does qualify. It is a coming. Of yeah, I think movie. it. I think it absolutely qualifies. Uh, Ross Cook said, "I've got a few, but Empire Records immediately springs to mind. Again, another movie which I watched a lot when I was of a certain age. Yeah, uh, not seen it for a while, but yeah, great, great movie. Really liked it. Both got good soundtracks. Is a point that's raised in the, in the Discord. Yeah, they both have got good soundtracks. Yeah." Uh, Wayne in the Discord says, a more recent one, but I'm going to say Love, Simon. An excellent film. It's an excellent film. It really is an excellent film. It would have been one of my options as well, I think. Alex in the Discord says, again, can we check the definition, but I'm thinking about Moonlight. I haven't seen Moonlight. I have. Okay. Yeah, I would, and I would say yes. Yeah, I, I said yes, because I, I, I thought that that's what it was anyway. That's... Yeah, kind of. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I got the impression that's what it was. But I do need to see it. Yeah, Certainly, it's been on I would my list say more time. serious yeah. than the rest of the movies <laughs> mentioned so far. But but no, no less uh, a, a decent answer. Yes. Smiton says, "Stand by me." Yeah, bastard. <laughs> I mean, it's the, one of the first ones that would spring to It is the first one that springs mind. to mind. And once I've thought of it, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I've really struggled with this, this question this week. Uh, Chris did reply saying, well, yeah, if you want to go for the obvious. <laughs> Which is true. It is the obvious answer, but it's the right answer. It, is, it just is. It's an answer. It's an answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ross Cook says, great movie, Stand By Me. Is it a bit too of its time and gender specific? I struggled with this when he asked this question because no, I don't think it is. Yes, I but think... you're watching it and it'll take you back. It does. It isn't of so its time though. It, do, it hasn't. It's not like it's aged badly. No. And I, I love Stand by Me. Just I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm winding you up, but I <laughs> but I think there is a point to that. Yeah. I I, I don't know. You can't. Can you call it gender specific when it's a story about a group of boys growing up <laughs> just because there's no it's not trying to be anything there's else. no female characters in that movie but it's not trying to be that and we all know what happens when stephen king writes the story about boys and girls growing up uh 
Chris also says, how about Labyrinth as an honourable mention? That's a great show as well. Yeah, 100%. It's a bizarre one, but it is a, it is a coming of age movie. Uh, Sam in the Discord says, After Sun. I've not seen After no, Sun. I haven't seen After Sun either. But Sam's been banging on about it for, for weeks. weeks now. <laughs> so maybe we should. It feels like brilliant. it's his answer to every weird thought we do at the minute. Uh, I've got a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, a recent one, uh, Turning Red, the Pixar movie yeah. from maybe last year, maybe the year, end of the year before, which is uh, about a young girl who has to cope with turning into a giant red panda. <laughs> this is a metaphor for her becoming a woman. Well, yeah. And it's it's really well handled. It's a, it's a lovely I movie. haven't seen it, but I've heard really good things about it. Uh, my o- my other honourable mention is Big. Yeah. Great shout. I mean, Big's problematic these days, I think, yeah. but... It's, Talking it's, of, of its time. <laughs> yeah, that is that is of its time, but it's a, it's a great film. I actually I saw Big on the West End once. It's a yeah. really good show. That's a good answer. But yeah, they're my honourable mentions. Good. Uh, do you want me to do my actual choice? Yes, please. Uh, it's Again, it just it sprung to mind. I, I don't think maybe... Does it date very well? I'm not sure. But... Uh, uh, there was two and I was really torn I was like they're both 80s movies I was thinking Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah and then I eventually plumped with The Breakfast Club yeah because yeah, they like originated the genre probably and in terms of influencing other stuff yeah I, I think it's right up there yeah okay. and parodied hundreds, hundreds multiple of times. times yeah so that's me. How about you? I'm going down the obvious route, I'm afraid. Um, it's Stand By Me and The Goonies. Goonies is a good Goonies job. Because yeah. it just has to be. They're both... The Goonies is probably probably my favourite 80s movie. 80s, it is 80s, isn't it? 80s yeah. movie. I just I just love that movie. And, it, and Stand By Me the same. It's, it's like, I've, I feel like I've watched those two movies more than I've watched any other movies. Yeah. I feel like I've watched Corey Feldman grow up many times <laughs> he came of age a lot in my mind um i can't think the pa- lost boys is another one yeah the lost which boys he was in uh, again a, you could say a coming of age movie can you say it um yeah <laughs> i think so i'm not going to but i think you could make that argument you literally as see those kids come is, of age they, they're yeah. adults by the end of the story and yeah. so as as the story is, I mean, that's not my answer, but yeah, you might technically say you could only say it part one if you're talking about the new yeah, movie. Yeah, I guess so. But, but yeah, I, I think that would be allowed. I think the answer is the answer is the Goonies. Stand by me is a massive honourable mention. But then I also thought, have you seen a Monster Calls? Yeah, that's yeah. a devastating movie. Just yeah, um, has a lot of um, resemblances to the Waterman that we're going to talk about on Thursday. Um, that. You know, in Brett Goldstein's podcast, when he says, what's the best movie you watch, but you'll never watch again? Yeah. That's that for me. I, I think it's a wonderful movie, but I can't watch it again, sure. ever. It's devastatingly sad. Uh, but it's a it's a good coming of age story. Yeah, 100%. So those three. Pick nice. and choose whichever you want my answer to be. Great choices. Thank you. We, they were, uh, we will mention the Monster Calls again, I think, on Thursday show. Maybe I a bit. there's parallels to the yeah. story with the Waterman, yeah. for definite. Um, 
So yeah, come back and listen to these. Listen to us talk about the watermelon. There's, there's a big, there's a big one that no one mentioned, which surprised okay, me. Okay, go on. And I was I, wrapping the, up. The, but we can the, go the, no, the reason <laughs> I want to mention it is because it is, it is specifically called out in this Thursday's movie, right? And that is ET. Mm, good shout. I hadn't even thought about ET. That's definitely a coming age movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. I was there. Yeah, I was surprised no one dropped that one. No, out, I'm so, Yeah, now you've said that. I, I hadn't even crossed my mind, yeah. but now you've said it. My answer is E.T. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, um, we've done a wave. That's that done. Good. It's done. Good. Good real it's, talk. It's in there. Good real, great real talk. Thanks for everybody getting involved as always. If you want to get involved more, come to the Discord. The Discord link's in the show notes. It's in the show notes of every single episode. Um, and then we're going to go away now and we're going to talk about the Waterman. We are. Which is Nick's wildcard choice for season nine. And see how he, see how he did. See if he managed to knock me off my perch. Good. Come back to us on Thursday to listen to us talk about that. Cheers. Bye.